Thanks so much for fucking with us tonight, y'all. <laughs> I appreciate that shit from the bottom of my shit. So, <laughs> I hope we intellectually stimulated that ass. <laughs> So just come fuck around some more one day. Smash that motherfucking like button. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) But come fuck with us again. Promise that shit's gonna be tight. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. All three engines up and burning. 2, 1, 0. You're listening to episode four of Thought Rockets Podcast. I'm Corey. Joining me and Dustin tonight is Kevin. Kevin and I, we're going to be talking about shit we have zero expertise in. Not a single clue. As always, are you down for that? Uh, I'm really excited about it. I'd like to think that I'm pretty good at bullshitting. Um, I usually make up everything I say. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Kev? Hey, what's going on, man? I don't know. You don't know (laughs) at all. Here's the thing. I might have taken some mind-altering substances. No way. Just before we started this. Is that before we hung out? No. Nope. Was that while we were hanging uh, out? Yeah. That was was I there for that? Ago. You, I blew it in your face. Oh, <laughs> that substance. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no. So, my memory's a little shaky, but uh, if I do recall... I am here at this moment, <laughs> right now, I'm currently. here right now. What do you think about Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Alright, so Game of Thrones... As described by myself as quickly as I possibly can. Big ass world. Bunch of different main characters. Dudes with swords. Girl with dragons. Magic is involved. Deception abound. Everyone's fighting to be king. She wants to be queen. There are zombies, basically. Uh, They're going to take over the world. Or the dragons are going to take over the world. Or the dudes with the swords are going to take over the world. And they all fight. It's amazing. Yeah. And there's a ton of incest. Game of... Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Like, I've seen 30 minutes of the pilot episode, and I wasn't sold. Then you're wrong. And after that, like, I know there's a ton of lore surrounding it, and endless, endless fucking vistas of exploration just at your fingertips. But I will will honestly say that Game of Thrones is one-third of how I spend my time. I'm probably listening to a podcast. Yeah, I'm not joking. I probably am listening to a podcast. If I'm not listening to a podcast, I'm reading something. Right. Or I'm, like, reading the books. Do you know, do you know what I think my, uh, my, what, where my disinterest stems from mm-hmm. is simply just the theme. You know, like, if it was spacey and yeah. not middle-earthy, I would probably be yeah. about it. But I just tend to I'm the exact care. opposite. I don't yeah. like spacey stuff. Right. I love medieval Yeah, stuff. see, I love them both, but I love yeah. fantasy more. But yeah. I like more sci-fi. Get it? Yeah, I just love sci-fi. So, fantasy, when it's done right, is my favorite thing. Right. And Game of Thrones is a perfect example of that. Right. But uh, sci-fi generally kills it. It's you know better, what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, be- sci-fi I'm is better for shows. Yeah. Like, sci-fi just makes good shows. Sure. So, not I never like sci-fi. Right. I do not like I've sci-fi. Had, I had periods where I didn't like sci-fi at all, but mostly I, if I was going to be into a thing, a non-fiction thing, or a fucking fiction thing, it would be sci-fi. Yeah. Like I liked it here and there. That's why I played like WoW and stuff. And I, I was only. Oh, that is queer. Yeah, totally. But you know, I, it was pretty much the same when I played Final Fantasy XI as well. You played on the gay side. Yeah. I played what on a contrast. That sounds like you. <laughs> I was a lame kid. In any case, that was pretty much the extent. And I did really like uh, Lord of Rings when that was popping. But 
It didn't stay in Star Wars. I was just like Game of Thrones. It's nothing like you ever. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing. It's it's nothing. It doesn't like nothing really compares to it. Nothing at all. It is fantasy, but only by appearance. Right. It's but it's like really a fucking incredible story. story. That's where I I saw because the storytelling. I know it's very compelling and it's good, but I just the veneer. I'm just like. What's What's amazing about like Game of Thrones is like he uses like devices. To like, there's a structure to the story, sure. and so there there are like devices that get you through that structure, yeah, sure. and that's what's so cool about the story, you know. So there's the way he builds mystery, or the way like every chapter ends, you never know exactly what happens in a situation, you see, oh, and like it, it it's <laughs> it's incredible, yeah, it's incredible story. because what happens is, is that you later gather the truth from a a myriad of people who have heard or heard, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So it's it's a really complex way of telling a story. Very intricate. Yeah, it's fucking it's it's deep. Brilliant. Deep is it's brilliant. Uh, it gets very yeah. insane. But you seem like you don't even give a fuck. I, I just hate don't. He seems like he doesn't give a fuck about everything all the don't time. Don't give though. a fuck about Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. I'll so I'll tell you what is was just born. Me and Kev are gonna do a, a Game of Thrones segment. That's some gay shit. Y'all get that. Dude, will you ain't gonna I'm be not here. using it pejoratively, listener. For you ain't even gonna be here, slut. <laughs> so, but me and Kev, do you wanna do that? Yeah. Yeah, dude, we can definitely we will crush it because the show's about to start. Uh, our one viewer from Mississippi probably isn't going to tune into that episode. That's yeah, just going to become a theme now. Oh, dude, yeah, what, yeah no, viewer. Oh, yes. What's his name? Our Mississippi viewer. Jeb Bush. What's his <laughs> name? It's, his name is either like Jebediah or something <laughs> else. Simple. It'll, it'll come to me. Jenandiah is the chicken and Jacob plows. As a person, he might be a guest on the show. He's going to come. We're going to have our own versions of it. Oh yeah, he'll be a. guest. He's going to have a whole family by the time this shit's done. Mississippi man. Because he's a half breed. What's the best thing he's ever done? Who? His cousin. Oh my god. I was talking about George R.R. Rowling. I was talking about Mr. Mississippi, but. Yeah, no, Mr. Mississippi's definitely done his cousin. Mr. Mississippi. That's his name, right? Mr. Mississippi. Name's Mr. Mississippi. Or Mrs. Mississippi. <laughs> Mrs. Mississippi. Like, we changed the game because, like, a lot of people try to get a bunch of fans. We actually just got one really rich really fan. Really dedicated. And he's super into it. We kind of just tailor this to exactly what he wants. Yeah. yeah. So, absolutely. he is to Thought Rockets what Stan is to Eminem. That's <laughs> uh, it was. It's a cri- pivotal you, but moment. You ain't call me. Next subject, freeform. Here we go. We're butterflies. Let's go to another conversation. We call this segment freeform. Oh, is the thing we're doing is... uh, Yes. So, are we pretending (laughs) to be butterflies? I don't know. We'll have, like, news stories and then freeform. The butterfly. And then me and Kev just do Game of Thrones segments. Ashton Kutcher's in the butterfly pack. He's also in... That 70s show. That 70s show is the only thing. Uh, Dude, he just played a new Netflix series. What was his that's... prank show, bro? Punked. punked. He's punked. Punked was actually good. a thing. Yeah. That's how he got that Demi Moore pussy, dude. Yeah. He, he punked her. He. Uh, can we just like, yeah. talk about Jessica Biel? Because... Who would have known that Ashton Kutcher's best punked and longest punk would have been with Demi Moore? You know what I'm saying? Was that really the best one? Like? I don't yeah. remember any of them. No, oh, I'm, talking about the, talking about I'm talking about their entire marriage was a punk oh, segment. Do you feel me? I'm he cutting just, deep. Just, I'm oh, cutting deep. Boy, you know why? Because I never watched that 70s show, and I don't. I can't identify with I don't really dude. like Ashton Kutcher. So He's not even a human to me. You can flame him all you want. Right? And you know what I will go out on a limb and say? The butterfly effect was too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it the one time I watched yeah. it in like 2001. Or Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. 
They we, did a sequel, once, but he's not in it, and I didn't watch it. So. Yeah, that's good. That's a thing. It definitely ran out of momentum. It's, yeah. it, it's good, it's but it, it, yeah, it was a fast idea. Like, yeah, like they had to gear down. Like, you know what? Another like a quick idea, dude. You remember the movie The Faculty? No. Oh, you don't remember that? that no. Okay. Okay. So nineteen nineteen nineties hits, right? We got movies like Urban Legend, bouncing around, scary. All this. Who was in it? The faculty. Oh, in the fa- uh, Josh Hartnett was in it, right? Okay, so here it is. A school, unbeknownst to the students. Like, aliens have come and infected all the teachers, oh, right? God. Okay, don't, dude, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. But there's a guy on campus who's like a drug dealer, right? But he's got like this real like crazy like recipe for this drug that's been getting everybody high. Come to find out, that drug... Kills the alien inside. Oh the my god! Yeah, yeah, this is dude. the dumbest hey, movie hey, ever. I'm not done. I'm not done. I had described him. So, and in the beginning, he's like a you know bad boy outcast. Of right? course, nobody wants to be one. He sells drugs. Exactly. Right. He sells drugs. Well, everybody needs him by the end of the movie. Of oh. course they do. You feel me? Yeah. This is Josh Hartnett we're talking about. So everybody needs him. Mr. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. But um, it was a good day. Everybody <laughs> shit it. But yeah, dude, they just eventually have to like kill all the teachers, and with these fucking this, this fucking meth, this guy was cracking up in the nice. fucking gym okay. when nobody was looking. You, you know what I'm saying? And then that's it ended like that because terrible. And boy, well, yeah, and then the of course movie. at the end there's that's, like, a, this, that's was, a shit movie. Yeah, it is. That was but a shit. Post it was good. That, but it was good, dude. I put that in league with like Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> Most certainly. Uh, now the Blair Witch Project. Ooh. Banger. Magic. Magic. <laughs> Banger. That changed the game. Like for handheld. Let's talk cinema. let's talk deep <laughs> cuts. Talk about nose running's fifteen minutes of fame, uh, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Boogers, super close yeah. up with the flash on. Boogers had never been so popular. Just a wet face <laughs> and just awkward crying. Definitely. What'd you think so of the Blair Witch scared. Project when you first seen it? I didn't get it. You didn't get it? I I I don't think I hated it. But I definitely didn't like it. I mean, it kind of spawns an entire genre that still is going right now. Yeah. Found footage. Paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Is which are shit movies, do. too, yeah. though. Like They haven't realized that that genre of movie is terrible. Yeah. And they should I think stop. they have, but it makes money. Yeah, I was going to say, the weird model for horror it. movies is you just fucking milk it yeah. until it's, it's done. Garbage. It's fucking Start absolutely worthless. You wait about five years. But some people like And that. then re-release the franchise as a retro yeah. Just put like I've always hated scary movies, and I don't understand why people want to see them. But like, I've had so many like ex girlfriends who just like are all about scary. I movies. love horror movies. I just movies. want to see a scary yeah. movie. I'm yeah. just like, why do you want to be scared? <laughs> I, I don't love know. horror why movies. That I like old horror movies. Don't like any new horror movies. There's some. I only like. Like, I like I'm not into the zombie shit, but I really like Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And uh, what's the other one? I love zombie movies too. Do we have anything in common, Corey? No. Do I even know you? Nothing in common. What is the other fucking movie? Whatever. It's Dead. Another Evil Dead? Oh, yeah. No, it's just one that I super liked. But generally speaking, not into it. You like Evil Dead? Ash vs. Evil Dead. Well, yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead. But that's the newest yeah. form. And like the humor and the style that is really what draws me to it more so than the concept of zombies or living monster yeah there's a like a lot of zombies everywhere you ever, I you, hate everything though. that's uh, something you'll learn about me is that just you watch Fear of Walking Dead oh yeah you like it it's no <laughs> I don't oh man that's sad it's not nearly as good as The Walking Dead it's not good really at all actually the Walking Dead's pretty good 
That's I mean it was it's like it was on par with Game of Thrones for a long time. They were coming on at the same time or something. Ooh, they were yeah. battling it out. They were head to head competitors. Really? Yeah. yeah, big time. Yeah, The Walking Dead's good. Fear the Walking Dead. I watched the first season, and by the time I was done with it, I was like, I am not watching the next <laughs> yeah. season. And that was just what that, I did. The same thing with Better Call Saul, oh, which yeah. I was so hype about because Breaking Bad is amazing. And related to that. by the time I was done with the first season, I was like, I'm not watching the second one. <laughs> yeah. This is over for uh, me. What do you What do you think it is that like makes or breaks? I mean, obviously, it's probably like the chemistry of the characters and the actors, you know? Yeah, it is. And because Breaking Bad was so good because of Walt and Jesse, yeah. Saul did not really carry the show. I got you. Mike got didn't you. really carry the show. Got you. And it's just like, their characters were good in that setting with those other main characters, but trying to turn them into the main character is just too forced. It's not working. We need to coin some terms, right? We call that the Joey effect. Okay. Exactly the same thing happened with Joey <laughs> yeah. and Friends. None of the real popular ones right. wanted to their own spinoff, but Joey did. <laughs> he so fell on hard times. He fills me, and he himself could not carry the plot. Because him... Moves like, to California. Yeah. He was always responding to all of them. They were always... Yeah, all I think any of them trying to get their own show wouldn't work because yeah, they work together as a unit. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think I think Maybe if Monica guys. and Chandler did a spinoff, they could have made that Maybe. run for a while. They could have just been like another Raymond. Though. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond basically, except probably but with Chandler humor. Yeah, yeah, and I love Chandler though, so I would like that. <laughs> You watched Batman. Yeah, it was good. I when, was surprised. When the hell? Because I was over here like two days ago and you didn't see Batman. Then. Yeah, no, dude. Like when so you I watched came, it last night? No, or? when I came home Monday, oh. I realized I wasn't going to hang out with anybody. And I like, because that movie's like two and a half hours. Yeah, it's long as fuck. Yeah, and I like found a good ass copy online, streamed that bitch. Nice. It was good. You liked it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like, what it was was I was like, I definitely decided it was going to suck. Really? But, yeah, so I was, like, pleasantly surprised. I had no expectations. Yeah, I thought, like, I've been over Ben Affleck for a minute now. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, I'm like, welcome back. Because, <laughs> like, I, yeah, no, I really liked his good Batman. Good to it was see fucking, you. His Batman was, like, good. Yeah, no, I liked it. It wasn't terrible to me. I'm just, like, not into the superhero movie thing yeah. in general. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, mm, whatever. Like, it wasn't bad by any means. Yeah. I'm just not, like, head over heels, which apparently the critics weren't either. But fans apparently love it. Critics yeah. don't. Yeah, it was. So. I got like I thought it was a, a good ass movie. Like I definitely like the fight scene. The fight scenes were awesome. Very epic. Yeah, there was like that. Uh, there was a scene where like Batman is. Uh, spoiler alert! We're gonna spoil the whole movie. Spoilers ahead. But, uh, yeah, no. Like there's that scene where uh, Batman like I don't know he like tries to steal that kryptonite. He tries to steal it. Yeah, he tried, like yeah he like oh, goes over yeah, the he tries to intercept he, like, it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That like that part. Yeah, he's a. Yeah. Uh, like, that fight scene is fucking awesome. There's a lot of bad stuff. It's, oh, where he, like, busts out of the back of the truck. Yeah, dude. And yeah, it's, like, dude. starts whooping. It's brutal. Asshole. Very yeah, brutal. Yeah, there's, awesome. like, brutality in it. So that's cool. It's a nice change from a Batman. Because yeah. normally, what do they try to do? Like, was that PG-13? I think uh, it was, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was, yeah. Because I mean, he it shot some people, dude. Yeah. Mugs got but That was kind of brutal, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Also, spoiler alert. Batman technically won. He just also has a mom named Martha. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you can't kill your brother yeah. from another mother. Can't do that shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, what'd you think of Lex Luthor? I thought Sean White was great. Yeah. He did a really good <laughs> job. 
Sean White really stepped Dude, up to the plate for I this mean, one. I mean, like, it's, it, now it's what? It's acting, snowboarding. Right. It's being Target old, clothing yeah, line. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Old Navy commercial. Had his own gum. I think he had a five-gum flavor, or he had just his own, I don't know. That's an impressive resume. Definitely, definitely. And, but you know what kills it is ginger. Ginger. <laughs> so you put that on your resume. Any ginger could be made to look like a crazy person easily. Easily. <laughs> Very easily. Exactly. <laughs> He's a rad dude, though. I yeah. don't know him personally, but I would imagine. Who, rad. Sean White? I don't even know what we're talking about. No, Sean White. Carrot Top and Sean, Sean, Sean White. White. <laughs> the Great Lake. I just brought Carrot Top into this. I was like, Ginger, <laughs> stupid looking. But Sean White's pretty. And anyway, did you see the fucking Star Wars trailer? Oh, for Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah, it's tight. Yeah. Very what do you nice. think? I'm stoked about it. Yeah, Very stoked awesome. about it. I think it's going to be super epic. I've already got some theories, dude. What so, theories? There's a bunch floating around online, but yeah. I haven't really... I don't have any more theories, except for that's in. probably Ray's mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like, oh, that chick? I have yeah. no idea. I yeah. haven't even begun to thought Ray's mom it has got it going on. Yeah, dude. So, right. And I really like the way they're being so diverse with all these beautiful white women, so... <laughs> <laughs> It's very nice. Way to mix Strong it up. female leads in yeah. every Star Wars I'm from now on, which I am not against. Don't even take my words yeah. like that. Oh yeah, don't no, even. I'm into don't it. even. I will fucking. I'm literally into it. <laughs> no, seriously. But I thought, yeah, like I'm fucking stoked for Rogue One. I'm I'm ready for this whole Star Wars franchise. Like I said, yeah, I yeah. It's like it's about time. This is the beginning of yeah. something great. I want to like go deep into yeah. like a bunch of shit. Exactly. Should have went deep into a long time ago. Yeah. Agreed. I'm talking Boba Fett, dude. They, they're gonna make like a Boba I think Fett. a Han Solo like when he was young movie. Yeah, there's been talk about that. I don't know how I feel about that. I see all kinds of stuff. There's talk of a young Yoda movie, even. That's where I'm at. I Imagine like young Yoda when he's in his prime as a Jedi, brown hair, fucking what kind six of, pack. Yeah. What kind of teenager is Yoda? Like, tell me that. Right. Is he like. He was begging bitches, I feel. Yeah, like. I feel, yeah, I was feeling like he was getting mad, cooch, hard. Right. He yeah. was figuring hoes. <laughs> With on the school three, bus. Yeah, three different hoes, three, three fingers. Three fingers, <laughs> Just baby. Fucking, what do you think uh, Ninja Turtle fingers are for? <laughs> You fucking oh, no. kill. Oh, no, seriously, though. Rogue One lives to go. <laughs> yeah. And the expansion of the universe seems like it's going to be really sweet. And then just, like, fantasy universes in general. Oh, dude, yeah. Straight. Now, this is something I want to talk about. All right. Like, fantasy universes and just yeah, giant, yeah. like, I don't know, epic storylines. Right. And just, like, they're everywhere now. And I yeah. know they haven't always been. But, I don't know, there's, like, a huge appetite for just, like, endless, like, yeah. Like, I don't know, fantasy world. Endless like, fantasy world. Yeah, like, so, the, uh, like, the conversation we had yesterday was about how there's, like, the DC universe and the Marvel universe. Yeah. Like, all the, like, movies now, like, the big budget movies aren't just a single movie. That's a summer blockbuster. Exactly, and that's yeah. like, now it's a whole franchise and a series of movies, and they're tying all these characters together. And that's kind of the way the market in really entertainment in general is yeah, going is, yeah. like, this, like, huge crossover universe yeah, kind of thing. And that's been super interesting just to watch happen. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like, uh, what are some great examples? I mean, like Star Wars. They're gonna Star make Wars. this universe is huge. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. That mm-hmm. you know, that, massive like, universe. That world is massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel. There's that universe is right. You can huge. do Lord of the Rings, yeah. Harry Potter, all of it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, if, like, if there's like different, like, this is canon and that's not canon yeah, kind of arguments yeah. amongst those communities. But if you wanted to, you could endlessly explore. But, like, all these relationships. What do you think the what is the appeal? Like what is not the modern appeal, but what has always been the appeal, do you think? For giant fantasy worlds and just fantasy in general. Just I mean, fantasy escapism. in general. Yeah, yeah escapism, escapism. Exactly. Yeah, I, I really think like yeah. like it's it's like a it's just a playground to daydream in. Mm-hmm, you know, exactly. Man? But 
Why is that? Why would? Why do you think that is so important? Because humans are existential Absolutely. beings. Yeah, for sure. And we struggle with our own reality. For sure. For sure. Therefore, fantasy. <laughs> I love escapism fantasy. at any possible. I yeah. love fantasy. I don't know how generic of a statement you could make, but like fantasy started in like nerd culture though, yeah. and nerds are thought of as introverted, introspective people. Yeah. So I could definitely see if it's people who like to think about things, then fantasy has a huge appeal. Because. Yeah. Albeit arbitrary, because it, it's fantasy, it's still just like a mental exercise you can do. Is it really about is, relationships yeah. and you, stories and I was, plots. I was gonna say, I think art. like in a lot of these like giant fantasy epics, like the, like Dune is a great example, yeah. uh, and Game of Thrones, of course, and uh, you know several others like Brandon Sanderson. He's got like the Mistborn. He's got several of them. Like uh, they, they're just massive. But what's interesting yeah. about them is that they have like far-reaching implications. So they, yeah. they kind of they have like economies, they have societies, they mm -hmm. have cultures, and all of these things are happening, you know, according to these things. And right. that, that you keep this very dynamic. You yeah, know, and you, we're seeing this. the product of that unfold Absolutely, in the form of yeah. the plot or yeah, the story yeah. or whatever. So, I mean, of course, you got your typical tropes that are driving the story or are exactly. used, however they're going to be used. Sure. But there are there's something that you get in these giant fantasy stories that I mean you can you imagine whole entire societies and how they function and yeah. you can you yourself could exactly. make certain assessments about that society. I don't know, there's some something about that level of yeah. immersion and that it's is really compelling. It's really just compelling awesome to be yeah. a part of. I remember yeah. when we talked about this the other day, you said that Disney is dealing with the Star Wars franchise. What George Lucas never did. Do you remember what that was yeah, exactly? Yeah. It had something to do oh, with I was saying that, exploring yeah. like different avenues. I was saying there was always like uh, like in in all of like the George Lucas like just like the basic trilogies, right? And yeah. all of them there's just like you just see the tips of icebergs and, and you know what I mean? So and you're led to believe that there's these, you know, giant consequences because of it. You yeah. Know? Absolutely. So like you never know who, like, fucking, you know, who... Um, like, backstories? Yeah, like, who, like, like, Darth Sidious' master is. There's never, like, this gotcha. entire, like... There's not, like, a, a logical set of circumstances. Right, you, I got you. You just are in some part of some part of a universe. That's you know? what it was. Do, it's know? like every Star Wars pre-Disney has just been the the large world events, yeah, yeah. quote-unquote, because it's taking place over a galaxy. The galaxy-wide yeah. events, it's always just the major things. And there's no nuance in the stories and, like, side... Like, obviously they do, like, ooh, Anakin and What's-Her-Nuts fall in love, but they're, you know, like, way higher-ups and there's the whole... I don't know. Yeah, they, they do, they, uh, They like, just don't have enough... You yeah, know, George um, Lucas just wanted... I mean, there were movies and they yeah. were expensive movies, so he wanted these scenes to be huge and he only wanted to, like, follow the plots exactly. that would have really mattered in this universe. Yeah. So that makes the most sense. But, mm -hmm. I mean, since the fact that Disney has, like, an endless amount of money... It exactly. really can just do whatever they want yeah, with the entire They can really universe. explore the entire franchise yeah. and the entire universe. Yeah. Which is what I think the like the public's appetite is right now. Exactly. They they want they want to go deep. They yeah. want to know backstory. Exactly. They want they want the immersion. Mm -hmm. You know, it's they, just and, what we were talking yeah, about with fantasy like, worlds in general. Yeah, like, it's like it's something that comes from like nerd culture. This absolutely. like this absolute immersion into some world and knowing the ins and outs of everything. Yep. Know? I think it's just like it's it's awesome. Yeah. I think, and it just like it flows so perfectly, like from the internet, because like the internet just is you can it's totally available constantly. Yeah, I think just like yeah, the modern culture's like appetite is totally there for just these totally immersive worlds that allow people to. I, there's, for instance, for like Game of Thrones, there are just there are history books for the books. Yeah, it's like it's it's crazy amounts of backstory, lots of dialogue. Like there's just tons of of material for 
mm-hmm. a giant appetite, which, you know. The world has. Yeah, people our... just need to be satiated. Yeah, they absolutely. need to know every aspect of something. And I absolutely. love it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And there's a lot of it going around right now. The internet breeds obsessors, obsessive cultures yeah. and whatnot, so... That is being satiated for yeah, sure. And I think that the like the Batman Superman movie, I mean, it flows directly from that. People like that first movie yeah. immediately starts talking about the like Justice League and like, yeah, all yeah. the other characters they're going to bring in. Absolutely. And like, it starts framing the, you know, final movie for the trilogy and mm-hmm. everything. So yeah, they're like they know there's Way a kind of cookie ahead. cutter for it yeah. now. Yeah. Way ahead of the game. Yeah. So I mean like giving people access to these giant universes is like it's fucking awesome and it's Absolutely, what people want. The tightest shit. Yeah. So, what basically. else? Um, what have, have I been on lately? Yeah. Uh, there's the death documentary that I mentioned a couple times. Yeah. So, watched, what? In terms of death, like, how are we talking about it? Are we talking about it in existentialism? Are we talking about it in terms of like biology? Yes. Biology. <laughs> That's basically okay, yeah. no, all of it. Oh, gotcha. Basically, like, I watched this documentary on death. And it was people recounting their near-death experiences and blah, nice. blah. And they were just like, what is death? Like our last episode, yeah. death. What is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> Hello. But what is death? And they like have some examples of like, there's a guy who has a heart attack, like walking into his house from his car, some you know older guy. And basically, like the, the way they're telling the story is the wife walked outside to take out the trash, and she saw what she thought was a pile of clothes on the lawn. As she approaches it, she realizes it's her husband, and he's just out. Dude's just out cold. And his recounting of his death experience was, I know there's no regret. It's just lights out. There's none of that hoobie-jooby spiritual bullshit. Oh, like, yeah. He's just one of those. I was just like, all right, good, good for you, sir, whatever. Yeah. But that's based entirely on his experience. And then there's another guy who's having some kind of a surgery, open heart. It's one of the things where they do, like, I don't know if it's a blood bypass. I don't know medical shit. Right. But they remove all of his blood, basically, and circulate it with a machine okay. while yeah. they operate on his heart, because yeah. that's the thing that normally would be pumping right. his okay. heart. So he had, they have to stop his heart, too, to do it. So legally, he's dead. Heart stopped. Everything's being controlled by machines, all the organs. Yeah. And he had a near-death, out-of-body experience. And he's talking about how he was floating above his body, and he could see... The doctor moving in these particular ways that yeah. the doctor can account he yeah. actually was doing. Right. And then I knew what kind of shoes the doctor was wearing. And I could hear how everything could I know that? But, yeah. yeah, How could I know that mysterious shit? I think I brought it up. Uh, I saw the doctor. Yeah, one guy saw the doctor operating on him during the heart surgery. And he says that he doesn't care for scientific explanations and focuses on the science's inability to answer some of the claims that he makes. So he's saying that he can see those things happening. Yeah. And science can't answer that. Uh, science can't a- answer that. Therefore, science wrong. Therefore, you can leave your body and still nice. have consciousness, yeah. basically. They were placing objects on, like, the tops of shelves. I remember, You yeah. can only see if Matt Dillahunty has to talk yeah. about this all the time. Yeah, it has the, where they're floating, and it's just... Stupid. It's dumb. But, well, yeah. Like, okay, I don't... But, yeah, I'm sure, like, if we had a, an actual audience right now, yeah. we'd be flooded with emails. <laughs> like, well, let me tell you... Exactly, God, yeah. Man. But anyway... um, at the end of that documentary, there's a lady who says this. <laughs> she says, the first law of thermodynamics is that matter and energy cannot be created or destroyed. Some people would define consciousness as a kind of energy. Therefore, consciousness could persist after death. Um, so that that's a, her line of logic, okay, right? If yeah. consciousness is a form of energy and energy cannot be destroyed, then your consciousness in some way could persist after death. She does say that... Rather or not, that consciousness could order a pizza or have a conversation is another story. <laughs> yeah. But consciousness, is, in yeah. the most nebulous quote unquote terms, of course, yeah. could persist after death. She's starting off by saying 
the laws of thermodynamics say this. Some people, emphasis on some people, would define yeah. energy as this. So she immediately starts with the scientific principle and then says, but people who are unscientific would use yeah. consciousness as a form of energy. Yeah. But that's not the scientific <laughs> definition. Yeah. So who cares how some people yeah. do it? If you want to prove it with science, stick to it's the science side. Of course, yeah. yeah. Stick to the goddamn science yeah. side. Don't immediately just like, science thing. Throw that out the window. Other thing. Uh, Connect them anyway, <laughs> just actually. Whatever ideas know. work in my favor, <laughs> right. I'm going to use them. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's yeah. just, their ideas don't need to be connected. They just need to occur to them, and then they're just like, oh, that's definitely, that's how that works. It all works together, yeah. It's just but like, it, no, if you want to use the scientific laws to prop up your belief, then you should use the scientific definition of what energy yeah, is, exactly. if that's what yeah. you're trying to prove consciousness exactly. is. So what was but, the overall tone? Were they supportive of the idea of after... It was after, typical, uh, like, maybe Discovery Channel or A&E style documentary, gotcha, yeah. where, like, so it starts off and I'm just like, advocate. this isn't bad, this isn't bad, but they that's how they ended it. It's just like, argument from ignorance, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Science doesn't know, science doesn't know, science doesn't know, even though there's plenty of interviews with doctors who are just like, yeah, I mean... Everything you know and do and operate is in your brain, and when that goes away, you go away. You go away. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. It's a great. Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, it's like stuck with us a long time. This idea that we have outer body experiences and that, like you know, near death experiences right. and things like that. But I would imagine it probably emerged in the seventies along with a ton of other weird, yeah. like fucking hippie that ideas. Doctor Moody, dude, I can't yeah, even remember fuck. his name. We brought him up before, though. Yeah. So. Um, that yeah, that was just a random doc that I saw. Didn't we watch some other type? Oh, do, you do I mean, we did the complexity. Yeah, we did we that. Yeah. We that uh, we I we watched. Uh, I found uh, the Horizon Strangeness Plus One. Yeah, that was yeah, really that good. was a really awesome one. That was about Richard Feynman and mm-hmm. uh, Marie Gelman, just right. like you know, kind of working with like atomic physics and stuff. And Richard figured, Feynman, rad dude, fucking dude. I love Richard Feynman. Rad dude. That's like dude. A, I want to do an entire episode just dedicated On to Feynman. just like. Just fine, it most definitely, dude. Because we could go forever, which is probably what we're gonna do. We're just gonna like pick. We're just gonna that's a, that's like a ramble. Bob-ass idea, dude. Just ramble. Here's the thing that's going on in the news today. I read this article. I'd like to read some of it now. It is. This is one of the things where I read it and I'm just like, geopolitics are weird. Like countries interacting with other countries has recently started to fascinate me. Yeah. It's incredible. But it, let me just read this thing. It's a uh, an unarmed Russian unarmed Russian fighter jet made two extremely close overflights this week of the USS Donald Cook sailing in the Baltic Sea, uh, CNN has learned. Navy officials are not complimenting publicly, but inside the Pentagon, there's an intense discussion about releasing video and photos of the Russian encounter to demonstrate the danger the jets posed to the ship in a, in a, or, yeah, to the ship, whatever. One of the Russian jets flew within 75 feet of the Cook's ship superstructure, the initial reports indicate two concerning encounters occurred Tuesday night in an international uh, water area or whatever. A third overflight at once, goddammit, at a more acceptable distance happened <laughs> Sunday, according to the source. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short. They're like straight bucking they're at kind us, of right? Flexing. Yeah, they're, they're kind of flexing. They're straight right? bucking Here's the thing. There was a Polish helicopter on our battleship when that was going on. And then I'm, somewhere in here they talk about, well, we think they might be like flexing on Poland, just like don't work with them. I don't know what the, the background story yeah. of like what countries are cool with what, but I know Russians are communists <laughs> and Americans are capitalists. Yeah. And also there's been shit going on with North Korea, like of we course, talked about yeah. last time. And they're up. also, they're kind of supported by Russia because yeah. they're all fucking communists. So. I don't know if any of that is related at all, but the fact that Russia's straight kind of, they're flexing on us right now. Yeah, dude. And, like, there's a quote in here somewhere. What is it? 
A U.S. official uh, described the Russian maneuver as, quote, strafing runs without firing any weapons. Like, the aircraft were on weapon, but it's just kind of like running by. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. Like, that's some animal shit right there. Yeah. And that is just like a it's weird very, display. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a weird way to display a message. And, like, that is geopolitics in action yeah, right it's, now. It's, it They're is, saying yeah, something. It's very childish. It almost seems it's really like, weird. It seems like, you know... Because are you implying that if we were to shoot one of these planes out of the sky, that the, that that you know this could catalyze a world war? You know what I'm saying? Right. If so, I have no idea. what is on your like? What are you wanting to happen here? Yeah, you know like what, I mean? what is like, the point of all? That's what I was just saying. I don't know like the background of it all and really what it's all about. But it's essentially them taking an an exact flight path that you would if you were actually attacking, attacking, but just yeah. not attacking. Yeah, right? That seems like that is a flex, that like hard. Like, yeah. But here's the thing: there's another story from yesterday or today. I don't know, but it says the U.S. Air Force uh, deployed a bunch of F-22s, which is like our top of the line, most renew- maneuverable jet, into England. But it says. Um, it's for the second time this year, and it says, in a show of commitment to NATO allies, the U.S. European or the U.S. European Command announced Monday that uh, F-22 Raptor, Raptors from the 95th Fighter Squadron and blah blah blah, they arrived at the Royal Air Force and blah 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 on Monday, uh, in a deployment that will last into next month. The command said. Uh, it says the F-22s fly low in a show of force in, in South Korea. But I thought we supported them, so I'm not showing if they mean that, like, it's a show of force, like, we got you, yeah. or, like, keep your head down. I think, yeah, I think... Keep it, your fucking head I would down. Imagine, I would imagine, like, North Korea probably has, like, some intelligence in South yeah. Korea, you know, and it's kind of right. like, here, take this message back home, you know. But these, like, military displays are so weird it and, like, is nationalistic. Really weird. It, it is it's so like, bizarre. And it's just un- so unnecessary. It's you know ugly I mean? and petty, but, yeah. like, at the same time, it's, like, another conversation we've had, which is, like, if there's <laughs> one guy in the room who has a gun, everybody needs a gun. Yeah. And if there's one dude walking around flexing, now we all have to, to assert ourselves and yeah. make sure, like, don't even bother, bro. Don't even come at me with that. But also people are, like, intentionally provocative like I was saying last week or whatever day that was, that North Korea is... They've already said that, like, they we want to wage war yeah. on the U.S. Like, that's just... We already know that. And, yeah, it's more or less as soon as they get the opportunity, they're just, like, going to start throwing bows. And that's why in the news there's been a lot of speculation because they're testing their ICBMs and stuff like that, and we think they have the technology to get a small warhead that will fit on an ICBM. So, I mean, but there, there's just... I mean, everyone knows that they're just there's not going to be another world war. There will be... Like atomic bombs dropped, sure. but I don't. You know what I mean? It's because killing it's, everyone or yeah. just someone has Ex- to take it. Exactly. Hit. You know, that's and, kind of the option. But I, you know, the like the agreement is is that like if you drop a bomb on somebody without question, that that like America. I know America's policy definitely uh, is if you drop a bomb, yeah, to retaliate immediately. That's what I'm without saying. Without question, and then immediately it could spiral yeah. into. Of course it does. Though, yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? So yeah, how do yeah. you? So and, reconcile and, that, and so that's kind of like a little bit of like I guess game theory to keep exactly them, yeah to like de incentivize them from right. wanting to attack us regardless the of the circumstances. North Korea are fucking crazy enough of course, to do it. Yeah, so like this is like no matter I don't think it matters where they bomb, but yeah. even if it does have to be America specifically, it's not like they're not trying to bomb America specifically. Yeah, yeah. it's just weird that they just wouldn't I don't know craft up some type of 
terrorist like system that seems to be like the, the way to go the these biggest days. threat yeah <laughs> it's super fucking cheap they're old school it's and they're super easy to do though. because the internet exists now yeah. and now all you gotta do is just be right. really fucking persuasive yeah. <laughs> like terrorism is the like social media of and, geopolitics exactly and then yeah. like what North Korea's doing is the old school yeah. totalitarian it's Absolutely. just like you guys are still yeah. like you're outdated, dad. Dad, dad, this is how we do it now. Terrorism, dad. Fuck yeah, Boko dude. Haram, dad. Yeah, dude. No, Fuck, no tanks. Dude. We just need fucking bandanas and Fuck, bunkers, dude. Fuck bro. Fuck your Molotov cocktails. We're talking fucking pipe bombs here, dad, okay? Okay? I fucking hacked this fucking wristwatch to be a fucking pressure <laughs> right, cooker, yeah, Bob. Dude. Okay, That's Pops? Exactly you got is. me? I'm going up in the nearest yeah, airport. Dude, we're one up in Pops, yeah. But um, it is... Geopolitics. Like, just terrorism as a device. Terrify me. I mean, it's fairly effective. It has yeah. been for long periods it's of time. It's been on I mean, the world's mind for was, since 2001. Say, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's uh, around September-ish, I want to say, yeah. 2001. But we all even, got real obsessed. But even then, I mean, Prior we're talking like, yeah, like yeah. World Oklahoma. War I. You know, oh, okay, it was sparked yeah. by like, sure. like a Serbian like, nationalist. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it, their acts of terrorism have always been effective. Yeah, absolutely. have always been like, they've just been, they've fucking incendiary yeah. and like kick up shit absolutely you know? and it's because like how do you retaliate to like because one person can really fuck shit up if yeah. they tried hard enough yeah. like, you know what I'm saying and like North Korea is trying hard exa- enough yeah 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 and like it's just I don't know it's just it's fucking unnerving yeah <laughs> I don't know the but world's a weird place we're like in the Midwest so it's not yeah, like that's that. what I always think. That's though. really a protective measure. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not one a of major the things city. that I, like. One of the things that protected Russia in World War II was just the the fucking the sheer size of, of the it. fucking yeah. country. It dude. was just like a few shacks every yeah. nine hundred thousand miles. Exactly. Or so. Like, how do you take that, dude? <laughs> yeah. You're you you're no right. supply lines. Absolutely. Are be able to like be disrupted because exactly. they were everywhere exactly, and yeah. nowhere. Yeah. So that's a that's a comfort, I guess. Yeah, I don't even know. Just thinking about the world and all the stuff going on between one nation and another yeah. is just mind-boggling. Yeah, it is. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I, I I like to think, though, that we're kind of biased. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, like, we always talk about how, like, we... Of course, we think our time is more unstable than any other time. But right, yeah. You can imagine how Every they felt... Every generation yeah, thinks that. You can imagine how they felt in the, the Cuban Missile Crisis. And, yeah, and yeah. There, there, there are leering yeah. fucking problems Constantly. at any given point in any exactly. given generation. I posted a society. status on Facebook forever ago that was just when's the last time the world wasn't about to end? Yeah. Which yeah. was basically saying that. Just like, of course, every generation thinks the most ridiculous shit is happening in their generation. Yeah, it's 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 wild, you know. There was a train accident. It happened like a couple months ago, so you might have heard of it, I don't know. But two trains basically hit each other, passenger trains. What like, the fuck? fucking head on like 11 people died like 500 were injured something ridiculous like that and yeah like i guess they did an investigation and like <laughs> very recently i think today or yesterday even they know that it the dude who switches the rails yeah, and yeah. what trains yep. which trains are on which tracks was playing a cell phone game oh you just, fucked up yeah you fucked didn't up didn't pay attention you fucked up dude so yeah and yeah. i think they took him in for it oh man they're about to make an example of that motherfucker dude oh, dude it's bad it's so bad also another crazy thing that happened is there was a fireworks display in india somewhere in it i can't remember in india but it like all went up at the same time, basically, uh-huh. instead of a one by one kind of thing. And one hundred and five people died. Oh my god, dude! Way more injured. One hundred and 
five from a fireworks explosion, dude. That's why we have like that is beyond worst case scenario disaster. That's why we have like regulatory bodies in this country, yeah. dude. <laughs> Keep shit from like that happening. One hundred and five. That is ups- that, that is, is crazy, better dude. than like suicide bomber numbers. And, oh yeah, like, they're doing yeah. like seventy five. It, it, it was fireworks, so you know, yeah. like ugh, at least so fifty impressive. of them just. Sh- Plane melted because it's like yeah to exactly. Dude. <laughs> I took that. a snake it's, to the eyes. Like, it is not funny, but whiskey death by fire. <laughs> yeah, but Ooh. death by firework is it particularly is. tasty. Yeah, like yeah, we that's fucking brutal. <laughs> I don't even know. Just like yeah, regulatory bodies. <laughs> yeah, those it, are good. Yeah, you're gonna need some regulations. I'm in a terms fan of, of your those. firework institutions. Oh my so, god, fuck yeah! You know what? I'm like, I'm like fucking seeing a ton of these like like listicles yeah about just like bernie sanders being like an average guy yeah and they're fucking killing me like go on the other that. day i was I mean, it's probably a bud feed listicle like of mm-hmm. course like it always is just like uh 10 reasons why we hate bernie sanders but it was just like uh he plays too he pays too much for plane tickets and, and but it's gotcha. but of course like every flight he takes he takes coach or, yeah. or something like that and yeah. it's just fucking cracking me up and or like gotcha. like he has like some type of like special ability with like Animals and shit. That <laughs> bird landed on his podium. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah, it's fucking killing me. That's dude. hilarious. Yeah, Bernie Sanders is like, I feel like he's just like, I feel like he's like, he's really like lucid, but he is like an old man. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? It shows. Day, yeah. He's an old and, New York yeah, Jew. Exactly, dude. It is like abundantly clear that he's an old man. Yeah, because he's like. There are some moments when he's like totally present, and other moments when he's just like vacant, rather <laughs> aloof. But you know, it comes and it goes. But I he's like, a, he's like, he's a rad dude. Yeah. I just think those holding lists. out hopes. Don't know if it's gonna happen, yeah, I, but uh, that would be cool. I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. It's the, the only time, time I've been that. politically motivated in my life to like. If Bernie makes the ballot, I'll do it. I'll yeah, do it. Yeah. But generally, I'm, I'm gonna, like, I hate politics. I'm gonna vote for Hillary. Yeah. If, if she, know, yeah, yeah, if it's her and whoever won yeah. Psycho, yeah. Because it's definitely. like no thank you Ted Cruz and no thank yeah. you D Trump. Yeah, dude. yeah. Donald Trump, dude. I both. It's like the uh, what's his name, Marcus Scarelli or Martin Scarelli. Yeah, Martin dude Scarelli. Who yep. jacked the price of the uh, AIDS fucking, medication yeah, or whatever. Yeah. The villain. He's in real yeah. Life. He's yeah. so he's so terrible that I like him. Kind of every yeah. story, I'm just like kind of excited to read. Like, what do you do yeah. now? He's such a piece of shit. I yeah. almost love it because he's so good at it. And fucking Donald Trump is the same way. Yeah, yeah. I think he's so good at what he's. They're doing. walking, talking controversy. Yeah, yeah, walking, like, talking rhetoric and controversy, and we're eating. It's like a, I don't, like so many Americans are obsessed with like reality TV and stuff like. It mirrors it so much yeah, that yeah. like I think it's we're in this gray area of what is even <laughs> reality for some dude, people because dude. people are crazy. Yeah. There's just like, there's a gray area in some people with how much they actually are here in reality. Yeah, big time. And man. how much they're just wrapped up in utter rhetoric and nationalism and ideologies. Yeah. It's crazy. It's weird because it's like, on everybody really is just a set of behaviors and on top of those sets of behaviors, we apply like a narrative, right? Yeah. So we, we say that I did this because of this, or, or mm-hmm. I, like, I did this because I believe in this. Yeah, but, really, but really, all you're doing is, like, concluding the most... The lowest ob- common obvi- denominator. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just concluding the most yeah. obvious, like, interpretation of <laughs> exactly. some, like, set of your biased data, you exactly. know? Exactly. Based on your set of circumstances, this is exactly how you exactly, react. Exactly, yeah. So, and rationalize that. And so it just leads people to believe things about themselves and do things that I feel like you could easily convince them were not what you should do. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You'd be like, yeah. like hey, uh, you probably shouldn't do that, right? Because like, us as adults, we don't do that. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> exactly. saying? Like, we actually don't. That's not how we make changes in society or yeah. even in the, like, 
smallest interactions with people. Yeah, good. One, one of them is the reason, because this is something I do at like work or in a lot of situations. It's not my real signature, but when I have to sign off on something or write on something that I know, like I'm not going to be punished if I do it wrong, basically. I always write my name, like, giant, all capital letters, and I'll either do it backwards R or backwards E or just right, spell yeah. it wrong in some way. Yeah. I, I just, like, it's juvenile yeah. to me. I was just like, why do I do that? I had the thought, like, why do I do that? And I was just like, because having to do that to me is juvenile. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just like, if you're going to fucking treat me like a child, I'm going to write like a child. Uh, That's yeah. just, like, my way of speaking Absolutely, it to yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I, I just think it's funny because literally everything I sign at work just has the most retarded. That's awesome. Yeah. Jagged. And it's, like, the other day I signed out my parking pass. Q-U-R-Y. Yeah. I was just like, Corey. And that's coming from such a deeply, like, passive-aggressive part of you. Absolutely. <laughs> it is so fucking such passive-aggressive. a pathetic part yeah, of me. That's fucking genius. It just, it goes all the way back. To but, dude, I had way. I had this idea the other day, and it's probably just, like, me, like, fucking hating, like, teachers that are at community college. Yeah. But I feel like no one, like... If you can imagine, like, no one takes initiative in the world anymore. I sure. mean, if that's not abundantly clear, yeah. I don't know what is, okay? And, Except Trump. And I think it has everything to do with, like, the the, the systems we developed to, like, reward people for their behavior yeah. doesn't really value over, you know, like, overachieving in, in terms right. of, like, a particular pro- like okay. a particular project, right? Yeah. So let's just say there's a paper I have to write, and I particularly – fucking respond to this paper or the topic. I like this topic. I like writing like this or whatever it may be, right? So I write an extra page. But the teacher has, like, I don't know, a grading rubric that only requires a certain amount of work. Right. It won't account for the additional. It won't account. Exactly. So the feedback... You you stand to lose a lot by investing... More. More. Even when it... it, Even when it feels good and when you want to do it. Sure. You still are constantly... Fed back information yeah. that tells which is you an existential thought exactly, to me. which which tells you that doing it had no effect. Yeah, right. There's and no meaning to life. There may very well be absolutely no more points or credits to give you sure. for a particular project. Right. But it seems to me like a normal human being, right, a mature adult would see that would this just person, hold themselves. yeah, would see that this person, I don't know, like really connect with this project. You sure. see what I'm saying? Yeah, and absolutely. for that, gave them some sort of like just recognize that in the person you see? and it seems it, that's not the what people do. Doesn't do that, and yeah. the system does not allow for people to connect and like really be able to communicate you right. see because everybody has been permitted to perform regularly mm-hmm. not that's what standardization oh, kind of does. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and even down to like even like i don't okay, of course it's community college right so what sure. what do you expect right. but it just seems it seems to me like it's not even has nothing to do with a person's profession, but just a, a level of common decency that if you were in charge of a person's outlook on a particular thing, mm-hmm. that you would do your best to give them the best outlook. To guide right? them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when you're considered to be an authority or something. Absolutely. And these teachers are just an example of this. But I have I think that all authority figures yeah. just they love the fact that they have a certain amount of authority. Of, of authority, yeah. right? But it seemed they seem to like not understand the amount what of responsibility that is in like that is also connected to that authority, sure. right? Sure. And that's 
easy for them to do. I don't, mm-hmm. and you, their position allows them to forget their responsibility. I was going to say, yeah, it's almost counterintuitive yeah. in that regard that, yeah. like, by virtue of having that level of authority, you don't have the oversight. And, uh, and of course it is because yeah. humans are fucking animals. Yeah. And they respond to the system, right? right? Exactly. And if, if the system tells us to underperform, because by it. overperforming is a waste, mm-hmm. you will fucking do it. You will. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just, it's just everybody accepting the fact that they're never gonna be great, right? Yeah. And it, that's just so fucking. It's pathetic, right? What <laughs> bothers it just yeah. it just bothers yeah. me so fucking deeply that there's just no initiative. Yeah. And, and, and people don't inspire it either, yeah. right? I like, also feel like the opposite is true is in that many people are accept the fact that they're going to be great when they ain't shit. Yeah, dude. I yeah. encounter a lot of those people at my yeah. job and I'm just like or they think that they are great, which is like good for you. Yeah, if you like exactly. live a totally mediocre life and really want to live that life, you're living your dream. Oh, that to me is a great dream. you want. Live you the want, life you yeah. want. Yeah, it's mediocrity. Hey, but like, don't come at me like you're shitting on me yeah. when like I don't want none of that, bro. Yeah, oh, I don't dude. want that. Yeah, I don't want your lifestyle. Oh don't even act yeah. like you're better yeah. than me because like, I don't want to be like yeah, you. Yeah, it's at so all. it's so fucking yeah. weird, dude. And some people like just so swear weird. to God yeah. everybody want to be them, and, and I'm just like, like no, well, no, you're disqualified, <laughs> no, shorty. Actually, yeah, it's a weird thing. I don't know. It just I think I I don't know. I think the, we as a society have agreed to just fucking phone phoning in. You know what I'm saying? Because like. I don't know. People are just so fucking detached from like their the processes they're a part of. Power for the course. If fucking. I can get there, I'll, I'll <laughs> that's be a my, C student yeah, that's, with every aspect of everything I that's ever do. That's just like like my rant, dude. I just like I fucking, solid rant. It is like if you're in a position where it's super easy to make a change, why wouldn't you take advantage of that, right? Like Absolutely. just being in the position to make even the smallest of changes. Should be empowering. Should be empowering yeah. to you, right? Should drive should you. Should be to, a motivating. Yeah, I aspect. mean. We all we all strive for like positive, fast feedback. Like we all want feedback that is like good and good for us. You yeah. Know? So I just don't know why somebody wouldn't like just fucking do that. Take advantage. Of course, yeah. But if it's a matter of time and the individuals, you know, want or not. I don't know. It's just how weird. motivated can you get? I don't know. Dude. I just think people like they just fucking they would rather stick to some system than you know. I don't know. Just create another yeah, one think or whatever. creatively yeah. about people and projects and allow them to flourish. Yeah, and allow give them the proper feedback accordingly because that yeah. actually requires some level of thought. Yeah. So, but, absolutely. But yeah, you know, whatever. I got you. The other thing I have written down is raw versus JPEG. What? <laughs> I'm a photography nerd. All right. All right. So there's two ways of recording digital well, images digitally. Uh, actually, there's probably more. There's a yeah. ton more because there's like GIFs and whatever. Fuck all that. Fuck yeah. I'm talking raw files versus JPEG files because this, I don't even know if it's interesting, but it's just a cool distinction to me when like I learn yeah. about photography and photo manipulation and stuff. And that's it. Raw files, when you take a picture and you save it as a raw file, the information that like a photon hits the, the sensor as a megapixel or whatever and that gets recorded into digital information, the amount of red, the RGB in there, this and that, like that data is yeah. stored as information, right? So a raw file keeps that, and when you put the raw file on your computer and you put it in Photoshop, basically what you're doing with all those tools is just manipulating those numbers in some way. Opacity okay. down, yeah. opacity up, gotcha. more red, less red, clone this pixel, put it there. That's all Photoshop is, is manipulating yeah. raw pixels or whatever. You can do it with JPEG, but the difference in why raw files are huge is because they have all that extra data, all that extra information. 
which is just tight to me, but JPEGs don't, and this is why they're tight, is because they obviously take way less memory up, but that's because it's just a picture of the pixels that the raw file is. So like when you take a screenshot, you're just literally copying nice, yeah. those pixels and saving them in other, other other file as a JPEG. And yeah, it's just a copy of that raw file's pixels, but there's no actual digital information there. And that's why when you process JPEGs in Photoshop or what have you, there it just always will come out noisy and looking like shit because you're not actually changing the pixel. You're just like essentially just stacking new pixels on top of it. Right, and I that's got you. Yeah, that's so, all you really can yeah, do yeah. with them. So um, you actually, you, with a JPEG, you're probably restricting the quality, like the exact way, massively. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but in some circumstances, quality. that's probably ideal, right? If you're sure, to share and to yeah, store them because yeah. they take up so they take up <laughs> such less memory, and they are yeah, but they just have no flexibility at all. And like JPEG for most people is totally fine. Like they don't because like computers are high quality or whatever, and uh -huh. screens look great. So, like, it's mostly fine, and people don't give a shit, and not everyone is what they call, in the photography world, <laughs> what they call a pixel peeper. But, like, nice. me, dog, I will zoom in and just be like, mm, it's pretty sharp, but, uh... Facebook, right? <laughs> Their pictures fucking suck, dude. Yeah, you they compress the shit Yeah, and it, it fucking sucks, man. Mm -hmm. And it's like, fuck this. But pictures. they have every reason to want to compress <laughs> yeah, yeah. the shit, I mean, because the they're the ones with the, the server like, farms. Yeah, they're the, the, the fuck ones that store that shit. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. the ones storing all the pictures of your ugly fucking kid. Yeah, you know what I'm, like, I've been thinking about a lot lately is just like fucking profiles as like family heirlooms. Right? Oh like, my god! Like you just keep passing your yeah. profile passwords down and down and down, right? That's funny. And it just seems like it would be so fucking like intimate. And like, there's the there's the big names. There's the uh, the Rothschilds of, oh, pro, of the profile. Yeah, exactly. World. Like you might inherit somebody famous's exactly, profile, right? Yeah. And that and that would be intrinsically that could be valuable, valuable, right? Yeah. yeah so who knows? It, just it could fucking, be monetarily valuable. It seems like such point. a fucking like gold mine because like we're talking about like people's like families and lives and their experiences yeah. in perfect detail yeah. you know from their point of view mm -hmm. i mean there's it's totally valuable i like right now as this stands, i probably have like maybe fucking two or three pictures of my grandparents <laughs> i never fucking met them don't right. know who they are yeah. like you know what i'm saying like but, but if i had future. a fucking if they were like had a like digital footprint yeah. dude and i could like just like witness right. it all and go through it as i wanted to Absolutely. and kind of see them change from like yeah. from them being like kids to teenage like you can get a fucking facebook at 13 mm -hmm. and then you know, to being grown adults and, like, dying. That is, like, you can see an entire person's experience. life. Yeah, it just seems like such a fucking fascinating thing oh, yeah. when it finally hits oh, yeah. that tipping point. Whenever, like, there's enough people dead and their profiles, like, are fucking sitting somewhere. Yeah. Right? There'll be all a market for it, of And course. there'll be a whole, I think, subculture of people just looking for interesting people from the past. Yes. Any yeah, rando, collectors Here's a profiles, blog I found right? from 2,000 years ago yeah, in uh, 2014 of yeah. some kid in middle school in Michigan. And he put Sharpies in his ass. <laughs> like, that would be fucking crazy, yeah. right? But what if you had, like, collectors who collected, like, sets of profiles yeah, that were just, like, too, like, the eerily alike, people. right? Yeah. yeah. Or they were just, like, I got, I've got ten rednecks in, like, all of their profile shirts have them with, like, a right, fucking yeah. camo the deer shirt. data mining you can yeah. do with profiles it would be, be fucking insane. Crazy. Dude. Oh, my God. It's just like, oh, look, we perfectly understand the, uh, like, social, economic ideology oh, surrounding every dude. person and everywhere based History on books are fucking, they write themselves now. Yeah. You don't have to do anything to, mm -hmm. like, like make sure history is, like, good to go. For I mean, sure. It just is going to be on some fucking... We don't have to speculate about what politicians say because they yeah. tweet it. They right. fucking tweet <laughs> They the actually stuff. document There's their dumb I saw today, Donald Trump, as always, just been riling against the Republican Party in general. 
He's a fucking and dude. He's like a, he's he a like, wild card. He went on some rant. I don't know if it was like on TV or whatever, or if it was on Twitter, about him, uh, <laughs> about the the he's saying that the Republicans basically stack it. It's the way the system is. Is like it's stacked against him making the uh, the primary or whatever it is the uh, the the hopeful for presidency yeah. essentially. I can't find the exact article. Sounds like somebody's like losing. It, well, it, it's that. Ted Cruz won a couple states lately, yeah, and he's I, like kind of closing the yeah. gap in there. He still does not even, he's not that close to gaining on him, but it, essentially Mr. Trump has threatened, and he's like, ah, yeah. oh, they're stacking it against me. But there's also a thing where, like, right now they're battling for delegates, and whoever has the most is the one that gets to go on to the next part of it. And if it's close enough, if, like, Cruz does get enough to almost close the gap, but possibly not do it, then they can do what's called a contested con- something. I don't know. He can contest the whole thing. Yeah. And then what happens is that none of our votes matter. The delegates, basically, oh, so like the they can back yeah. whoever they want. So they can choose one or the other, or they can bring in a third motherfucker. Wow. If they want to, from yeah. what I understand. And he's just like, that's kind of, everyone's just been like, we might try to do that to keep Trump from winning, because the whole, no Republican really likes him, except for the yeah. ones in Mississippi, probably. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> um, Bama. So, yeah, dog. that's why he's saying the system's all against him and stuff like that. But there was some guy, I don't know who it was, some other either politician or lawmaker or something, who knows. But he was just like, look, you've known the rules and like how all this works for at least a year, you couldn't not have, and... Now you have a problem with yeah. it. Now you're down, like you're getting yeah, scared. Like exactly. chill out, bro. But there's one headline here that says, "Uh, Donald Trump, quit your whining." And that's probably what it's about. It's just weird. It's like I feel like America's just like Donald Trump. Do you think we haven't had like crazy people run for president before? Yeah. Like we got like fail safes for this. <laughs> you know? Like we got, we were good. We'll just pull a fucking switch. We're trying everything And, and then like can. the floor falls out from underneath you. Like, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> He's going to get pulled off the debate stage by a really long uh, cane. Exactly. <laughs> and a clown on the other fucking end. I don't even know, dude. Uh, He's like, I know... He's, like I said, he's a fucking wild card. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. He's out of his bulking mind. Like, I don't... It's just sad that we're at this point. But whatever. It's real. Hey, complexity produces novelty. We learned that last week. There's also an article where a fraternity <laughs> at a... Uh, I can't remember the name of the place. I'm bad at the uh, details with stories. I should just not even try. But a fraternity somewhere just got in trouble because uh, they do this thing every year where they do build a wall. I don't know what it's for or care about because frats are fucking dumb. They yeah. probably put something in their ass while they do oh, it. Fuck it. But they built a sandbag wall and spray-painted all these like pro-Trump things on it. <laughs> So they built a wall, and it was just like, make America oh, great yeah. again. It was super offensive, Donald Trump. of course. So, yeah, everyone was just like, up in arms. And they were just like, well, it's a joke. It's satire. We, like, literally don't mean it that way. And, like, some people aren't buying it. Okay, in the comments, people were saying if it says Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 whatever. Like, them saying it was a joke also is a thing. And people also said in the comments, like, it's freedom of speech, blah, blah. So I'm just like... No one's saying you shouldn't be allowed to say that. They're all upset that it was said or done or whatever the act is. And it's just like the people that always just like, well, this is freedom of speech. Well, this is freedom of speech. Well, this is freedom of speech. Also don't realize that the reason that people are saying they're offended is the very exercise of freedom of speech. It's just like, yeah, and so is this, you fucking asshole. Like, what do you mean, freedom of speech? Of course, I'm not saying they shouldn't be allowed to say it. I'm saying they did. This is my reaction. This is my freedom of speech about it, you fucking retard. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's fucking, it's all, we're all putting it out there. That's what we're doing. Because, like, I am a huge 
lover and defender of freedom of speech to whatever yeah. extent is reasonable. Obviously, you can't yell bomb on an airplane, blah, blah. But And also, I am personally of the opinion that comedy can't go too far. Absolutely. Joke comedy, Absolutely. verbal, I totally, like yeah, pranks I just, yeah. are another thing because pranks, I think, can traumatize people. Yeah, I yeah, totally like, agree. General yeah. verbal comedy, offensive jokes, humor, shock humor, totally, no matter how soon, when, what yeah. it's about – Totally on the table Absolutely. to me. Totally. So, I totally like, agree. in both of those regards, I'm just like, yeah, I don't care about that, but these guys are assholes. Well, for me personally, in that uh, fraternity situation, I just think it's kind of funny because, like, if it was a joke, A, it might not have been, in which case, it's just like, yeah, you guys are fucking assholes. So, you're getting what else coming is new? to you. Fraternity yeah, exactly. dudes are fucking ignorant, exactly. idiots. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, what else is new? But if they are joking, it's just like, you couldn't tell. It's like from one person who likes offensive humor to another. You didn't see that as a white frat boy, people might get upset when yeah. you do this? I know, yeah. I just know. like, I get it, and I'm not mad at you about it, but it's duh. An, yeah, it's an absolute <laughs> neglect to think about anything from another person's right. perspective, right? Like, yeah. so it's just, it's this inability to think outside of yourself and consequences outside of yourself. It's so fucking egotistic. Zero foresight, guys. Yeah, people, Zero they, foresight. They, like, I don't know, people are just like, they love fucking... They love themselves, and yeah. they're fucking cocksure that every idea they have is it's the, the best fucking one. idea. I mean, look at us recording a podcast, dude. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, exactly. This is gonna. I need this. Recording. I need documentation. Coming to you live. Like um, we said, dude, I'm gonna leave this thoughts, to my grandkids, dude. Our thoughts are the best thoughts. Our though. thoughts are the best. I mean, thought riggedy rockets. So. I don't know if you guys know, but. When you record something, it's basically forever. Yeah. And the people who like recorded it are basically famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're famous no, now. Yeah. We've been heard by ones of two. No, yeah, of I was people. gonna say, dude. Ones we're, of two. We're talking digits. We should uh, like write a letter to just random companies and just be like, yeah, you can sponsor us if you want. We've got a pretty big <laughs> audience. Ones of twos of people who you know religiously listen. So I was gonna say, yeah, we only got uh, two fans, but they are basically. They'll buy everything. (laughs) They are devoted. devoted. They are devoted like a cult member, you know. So, yeah, there's only two of them, but they we can make them spend their entire (laughs) fucking life savings. Buy this. So yeah, we'll 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 go ahead and offset the traffic costs. (laughs) Ah, this is something I wanted to talk about. So, do you remember? I don't know when it was last year. When they discovered the new Homo sapien, Homo Nidali or Natali, yeah. I can't remember. Yep. It's yeah. probably in this article that, that I'm holding about new, it. Yeah, those apes. It's N A L E D I, Naledi, Naledi, Homo Naledi, blah blah blah. But they found like, like total different specimens, a ton, right? Oh like yeah, yeah, fifteen hundred or something. Yes. In that one little like underground cave, they even have a diagram over there in super low resolution. Yeah, they got a they got a nova about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all the Yep. So in this like underground crack, basically, they find a ton of a. I, this picture would probably be really good to put on the, the yeah, Facebook, so we'll absolutely. probably put it up there. Yeah, and I have uh, all kinds of other pictures yeah, also. Yeah. You can't see that right now, though, audience. But yeah, the paleontologists discovered uh, the uh, Homo naledi or yeah. whatever it is, and they were saying that like it buried its dead there because it's like in these little nooks that are like you gotta fucking spelunk yeah, for fifteen yeah. years just to yeah. get there. So obviously they're placing them. That's on purpose. like I heard it actually heard a different theory. The uh, because the girls who would went down there, because you know they put out a call for yeah for they, small, small people, women. Yeah, yeah, they needed small women because it was they were in such these like crazy crevices. What they had gathered from the like scene because the, the way that the bodies were all laying there yeah. was that at some point in time there was like it was like a chasm and it had trees around it, and mm-hmm. then that these apes were in the trees and they had fallen out of the Just trees fell straight and too. hit the ground 
Interesting. And is there any had, geological evidence for that? I, I actually don't know. Oh. But they they uh, they were talking about the way because how would the apes have gotten down there? That was the big question, right? How exactly. Did they, how did they get that, down? Yeah, there? that's precisely so what they, I'm bringing they, this up. Like you possibly may have heard of a more updated like mm-hmm. conclusion, but I remember the conclusion that they had that was on the Nova documentary and that I had read a couple articles about was that. It said that the apes had fallen because it was a couple different species of apes. Yeah, you know, and and so they had fallen there, and they of course when it hit the ground, they <laughs> that is broke another their possibility yeah. given there's evidence to provide. And it, it has, to, and in that of course that really soft. Oh dirt. yeah, they're showing the death trap. There's a death trap, death trap theory or something. I don't know. In any case, the, the reason I brought it up is because like it's been called into question. I didn't realize that until I saw this article okay. literally the other day, and like all right, in bold here it just says the evidence for burial. And it says, the main evidence for this ancient burial comes from the fact that the initial discoverers ruled out pretty much every other case. So that's kind of key is that it says the initial discoverers. Okay. But obviously they've had some time, it's been about a year, um, to think about it and see if there's any other way. But it says, uh, well, I don't know how much I really want to read. Essentially, I remember saying that a lot of times when they find a bunch of animals like this in like a crevice uh, it could be because of a flood and they all got washed uh-huh. in there and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But there isn't a very many other animals in that area. And the majority of them are, they're the only large, like, mammal or anything like that. So uh-huh. that kind of, like, rules out that theory. Blah, blah, blah. But, there, yeah, there does seem to be some kind of, a, like, death trap scenario that could have possibly happened yeah. based on this graph or whatever. And maybe they did. Maybe I should have also read the article so I knew yeah, more maybe. about it. But it's been called into question. <laughs> That's the main point here. That what that 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 I didn't know their that, that they didn't burial. Was called, that okay. yeah, that they might not have been buried there. Yeah. And there's like, because what's the ritual thing? Because that species, even though they don't know, actually, they haven't dated them yet. I don't yeah. think they've actually officially okay. dated okay. the rock or those bones themselves. But just based on where they are, based on that, I think they're morphological, whatever the hell, is that they're just like this predates when we thought. Humans started burying humans or whatever. Okay, the homos yeah, started burying homos yeah. by a lot. I think, so yeah. So that would push yeah. it back a ton. So that's one strike against it. And they also were just saying that uh, they, because they've already known that their brains are about the size of a grapefruit or an orange or something like that. And that's way before yeah. burial that we suspect that burials would have actually started happening. They they associate it with uh, larger brain humans or homo, whatever that. I hadn't even heard that they had thought it was a burial site. Yeah, yeah, that was what I heard initially like the, for the, the longest. Yeah, the initial like I said, the initial conclusion I heard was that it was just like a chasm that really? had a bunch of trees. No, and... I always heard the burial thing. They even mentioned the burial thing on Skeptics Guide when really? they talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So that's been called into question, and yeah, I could see why it doesn't pan out. But yeah. I mean, the I did not read this the, article, but it does. The implications seem like... that in ape species would have had like burial ceremonies is, I mean, it's massive, right? I mean, it's, right, it's, yeah. it's fucking. I mean, it's a little bit too good to be true. Yeah. So I would imagine that it was a death trap. It was just a, a situation. It was one of these kind of random situations where it just so happened to die at the right time in the right kind of dirt, and things just seemed to work in its favor in terms of preserving it. But yeah. Of course, it, there could be still some reason. I wouldn't. I don't know. Right. But it sounds to me like the most lowest energy state is yeah. the fact that they fell the, in the there. chasm yeah. thing. But yeah, the there chasm. should be some pretty obvious geologic evidence for that. I think yeah. that would be. And I, I actually, yeah, they didn't. I don't remember them saying anything about geo, like geological. But who knows? But. Maybe like it was so long ago that there wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't know geology. But this dude says he was honestly initially skeptical of the evidence for burial. After all, they didn't provide any evidence that it actually happened, just that it wasn't the result of the other events that normally we see in these situations. Now he feels justified and slightly smug by the latest review, which I suppose is calling it into question. But at the end it says, TLDR, 
Did ancient hominids carry out a burial? The lack of evidence for alternatives led many to conclude yes, but that evidence isn't as clear-cut as they think. So it kind of le- leaves on a cliffhanger like a, we don't really know at this yeah. point. I mean, it's so fucking old. How could you really <clears throat> determine? I mean, other than, like, from the like the data you can test and stuff like that, like, yeah. can you really just, like, really talk about the ways that, like, they're kind of the way of their life? I don't know. Can yeah. you really, like, talk about how they just generally live their lives? I don't right. know. It just seems like... It's going to be hard enough just figuring out how the fuck they got there yeah. and how they were well-preserved and, sure, and making sure. sure everything matches up that we know can match up, yeah. right? Like like the, the soil samples and the bone samples and right, stuff. Right. That's the stuff that is definitely going to give us information about those things. And, 